What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being? What's wrong with being confident? One morning at the beginning of the MBA program, I was sitting and communicating for results, drinking my coffee, when I heard the words, today everyone will be giving an impromptu speech. I was so excited. I got my topic and off my pen went into a frenzy writing down all my ideas. I was so confident in what I had written until Ben got up and gave a knockout speech on the same topic assigned to me. At that moment, my inner dialogue changed from you got this to yours won't be nearly as good as his, you can't do this. And although my speech was okay, that feeling of it wasn't good enough stuck with me long after the speech was done. I found over and over again in the program that my perfectionism has gotten in the way of not only my self-confidence, but my risk acceptance and my ability to execute as well. What's wrong with being confident? We just heard from Nelia, and she shared her story of how self-confidence can affect daily life. I'm your host, Justin, and we are here on Confidence in Confidence with Nelia, Ines, and Will. Now, we're three weeks in. I'd love to start us off on a high note. Ines, can you tell us about some successes up until now? Hey, Justin, of course, would love to. And I just want to start by saying, Nelia, I hear you. I believe my internal dialogue is also at the heart of the story that I tell to myself, right? And that's why through my action plan, I've tried to reframe this perception, mainly through meditation on, on self-compassion. I would be very happy to, to share some resources too. But I don't know about you, but to me, the rejection therapy was very cathartic. When I framed it as a game, it was actually fun to get weird looks out of people and see the raw reaction of just confusion mixed with despise. <laughs> and another thing that also worked for me and kind of was a small victory is this idea of changing this internal dialogue from a no but approach to this yes and attitude, right? So from now on, I'm definitely going to aim to embody Jim Carrey and be a yes and woman. <laughs> what about you, Will? Wow, Ines, uh, I really liked how you mentioned the uh, inner dialogue uh, because I have uh, challenges with this just in a different way. Uh, I find it challenging not to give my opinion on every question asked in class, for example. I feel I have an answer for everything, but if I dominate the conversation, I'll actually be depriving myself of others' wisdom and taking away less outgoing people's opportunity to step out of their comfort zone. I've been handling it by putting my growth mindset hat on. I think of hearing others' answers as a reward. Using the Jim Carrey yes and strategy, I add my ideas to others. I believe gaining a sense of pride from taking confident actions is a good way of overcoming a less confident personality. Nelia, Ines, and Will, I love what y'all have had to say about successes and failures and pain points with these action plans. To me, the balance of achievable and yet slightly challenging creates the perfect synergy as our guests have discussed before, perfectionism and the comparison of ourselves to others, and even our own internal expectations is what can affect our self-confidence. One key that I found is to be mindful of other people, as Will mentioned, but not to be so cognizant of it that it becomes counterproductive as Amelia's case. By finding ways to make development more of a grit proposition rather than an end-all be-all state, it allows for a more forgiving growth mindset in the long run. And I love what you mentioned as well, because I do think that it has to do with that level of empathy, right? Like we mentioned in our engagement conversations, finding that right spot of, you know, caring about the other, but also having that sense of, of confidence. Absolutely. So now I'd like to take what we've discussed and move into our rapid fire section. 
The question I'm going to ask is, what is your primary takeaway from the EMP project up until this point? Amelia? Pick one or two things to be intentional about rather than trying to fix everything at once. All right, Will. I feel you are in control of your life and you can take command of any part of your life that is within your control. Ines. Punishment for failure feeds my own lack of self-confidence. So it's in my power to change this perception. Absolutely. And I would say challenging plus actionable equals sustainable. Now, all of you had really good salient points there, but let's dive in a little deeper. Nelia, can you expand on what you mentioned in your one sentence takeaway? Absolutely, Justin. I think for me, my perfectionism is a big part of my self-confidence, wanting to be everything to everyone, know everything, and be able to fix everything at once. I picked impromptu speeches as an action step in my EMP plan, not so that I could be perfect the next time I'm randomly asked to give one in class, but to practice being put in situations where it's almost impossible to be perfect. Moving forward, I think the idea of focusing on one or two things at a time lets me celebrate the little successes and keeps me motivated to keep going. I don't have to be perfect, just have to be moving forward. I love how you linked your perfectionism actually with your sense of, of confidence, right? In my case, I also think that it's linked to my high level of risk acceptance. And I think you, you kind of mentioned this, that as much as you know, we gravitate towards taking chances like impromptu speeches, then we just don't cope well with failure. And why? Because of this perfectionism that you talk about and that I so identify with. When I inevitably fail, or let's say rather don't perform to my unrealistic understanding of success, that's when I punish myself for not delivering. And this in turn turns into that negative internal dialogue that hinders my, my confidence overall. So moving forward, for me, I think that acceptance of failure is key. And with acceptance, there's no longer punishment. What about you, Will? I totally agree with you, Ines. Uh, and I would also add that it's not just acceptance, but also taking control. This is especially true for your character traits, even if it is not easy. Anyone who really sets their mind to the task can change. If you're able to improve one character trait, you can reap the rewards from taking control of your life. Whether it be more confidence or controlled confidence, you'll reach your goals more easily when you take charge and control your own inner dialogue. And absolutely none of this is a one-time task. This is all iterative. So, um, you know, we're, we're all works in progress. And so for me, it's being sustainable, consistent, and even imperfect as a path to success rather than panic perfection and holding ourselves to impossible standards. What's wrong with being, what's wrong with being confident? I'd like to thank all of our guests here today, Nelia, Will, and Ines. You all have been absolutely fantastic. And once again, please tune in next time. Uh, we will be discussing more of our action plan and how we're trying to improve. And please, as always, don't forget to donate to Helping Hooves Goat Yoga, Furry Friends, and Finding Yourself. Have a good one.